We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Happy Friday. Yeah. It's the end of the week. Super Bowl week. OC search week. Everything is popping. LL Nation. The Anora Boys are in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey. We actually got it here. I got it. Hold on now. Just, just to let y'all know we still in still in business. We're making it happen. Now, which one is that? Because I know this, you crafted you crafted a rye one recently. Which, is which one is that? The Tavon Coney version. That's the T Coney. Okay, that's the T Coney. Look, T Coney has to come on the podcast, bro. Got to. Now got we can't to. constantly promote the, the whiskey. And we can't get one of the top five middle linebackers. Ever to come on the podcast. I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to get T. Coney on the podcast. We actually had a request for Max Redfield the other day. That's right. You get Max on too. That's my guy. That cat Max is Max is hilarious to kick it with, bro. Well, listen, you talk about Max, the most interesting man in the world. Man. Trench coat <laughs> with an open shirt. Wait a minute. Because when we kicked it with him, he had just come back from playing overseas, right? Yeah. Well, he's like playing in Italy or somewhere. Yeah, playing, playing like high school football in Italy, basically, crushing it, just crushing the competition. You know, man, stop. He would be, be James Bond, the football player, <laughs> international business superstar. You know, I'm like, listen, if you want to do all that, you should have played soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify. Also follow us on YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey, left. It's Friday, bro. You know, we do it for the culture. I don't know if you saw this Vibe magazine put out their top 10 rappers of all time. Oh, man. Why is Eminem on the list? I think that's another misnomer. He's very good, but top 10? Bro, look, man. Okay. <laughs> um, um, it's two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> I've raised a young lioness. Okay. But Nicki Minaj has no business in the top ten, though. She doesn't. But no, she's no business in the she, top ten. But but she is the best female rapper of all time. Are you talking about record sales? We talking about lyrics. Bar for bar. Nah. And and the biggest female rap influence in rap. If we're being objective, she's not a better better lyricist than Rhapsody. She's just not. If we're oh, being objective. Okay, okay, okay. If we're if being we're, objective. If we're being objective, okay, I agree with you on that. But but Rhapsody doesn't get no proper. No, she doesn't get the push, the mainstream push. No, no, none of that. None of that. No. I would say Wayne is too low. Wayne's got to be top five. No, they got him at seven. That's too low for Wayne. I'm saying in a real list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put one. They got Kendrick Lamar number two. I, I like putting Nas at two. Yeah, I got to drop Kendrick down. Maybe out of the top five. Kendrick's like, he's in the top ten, but not top five. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Drake's up there, though. Drake is at number eight. He should, be, uh, he should be top five, too. No, see, Drake and Kendrick, like, friends top five for me. Really? It's, it's debatable whether or not. Like, I wouldn't be mad if you put them in the top five, but I would put, probably put them around five, six, six, seven. Because you start talking about names like Wayne, Biggie, Nas, Pac. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot for guys in this well, era to get through. Well, that's Pac a lot. Is more of a rap influence than he is a straight rapper. You don't think you don't think Pac had bars? Well, he just doesn't have a big enough to collection to be like, oh, he has the top ten bars of all time because it wasn't enough. And I thought him as a rap influence is top two, if mm -hmm. not. Which I think if we're just talking rappers, just straight on the mic, like mm -hmm. Wayne is undisputedly a top five rapper, just undisputed. Oh, facts. So right. Pac is not like Wayne in that respect. No. no That's no, why no. I wouldn't put Pac in the top five with Wayne. Yeah. They now, just didn't. So I see someone put it in the chat, but for me personally, Rakim will be in my top 10 just on the mere fact that he shifted the culture. Yeah, that's respect. And, and, and the style of rhyme. Like Castle rhyming like Run DMC. And then Ra and KRS1 came <laughs> and uh, the culture shifted forever. Forever. So like every rapper now really owes a, gratitude, a, a bit of gratitude to Rakim and KRS1 for kind of like taking a detour off the path that hip hop was on and saying, no, we're going to take it this direction. That's right. And from that point, you know, it's, which is funny because a lot of this drill rhyme pattern is very similar to where things started with Run DMC, Grandmaster Flash. It's that chopped up, you know, so it's funny how cyclical hip hop has become in a way. But yeah. Man, for the Culture Friday, each and every uh, Friday right here, Lucky Lefty Podcast. I just wanted to point that out, Left. that Their top 10 is Jay, Kendrick, Nas, Tupac, Eminem, Big, Lil Wayne, Drake, Snoop, Nicki Minaj. They still living in the 90s, 2000s. <laughs> you don't know all the rap that came out after that. Like they literally named the era of rap. They didn't name even a, a, over the span of time. Like for me, and I don't M would be in my top ten. He he I've always said he's not top five for me, but that's interesting. What? Give me a top ten. If I had asked someone to give me a top ten Notre Dame players of all time. What would it be many, based off of though? How many people would put players from like the last ten years? In the top ten, because we're talking about being masters of the moment, like prisoners of the moment. Like, remember last week, I had to literally talk to you about how cold it was, like how electric it was to watch Rocket every week. Right. Like, I had to explain to you what it was like sitting in front of the TV with an expectation every week, like, "Yo, this dude is going to break one." It's just a matter of time. Like, crazy. And, and there's nothing you can do. 
Like, it's nothing the defense can do, right? Because he's on offense. He's on kickoff return. He's on punt return. It's like, there's nothing. I just watched the 1990 Tennessee game for, like, the fifth time yesterday. Dude, Tennessee was – Dude, you know how – you know, on the kickoff, the kicker runs up to the ball. That kicker, dude, took one step to yeah, the I'm ball. Not- which yeah, just to make sure he short kicked it short. It was like he man, he just impacted the game, yeah. like like crazy. So it would be hard for me to go beyond. I would probably put Horning, Paul Horning, in there. Um, really. Yeah, if you really look at what Paul Horning did, yo, I would put Horning in my top five. I definitely would put Tim Brown would be in my top five. Um, Rocket would probably be in my top five. That's three. I don't know if I can get anybody in the last 10 years in my top five. Maybe Manti. Maybe Manti can sneak into the top five. We're talking all the time. Jalen be – oh, that's my personal opinion. But, though, did Jalen really have a better career than Manti? Like, no, we know he's both, the better player. Wait a minute now. We don't well, – wait, we know he's the better player. Wait a minute. They both won the Buckets Award. Facts. I agree. <laughs> I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue they that. They both won the Buckets Award. I do. I'm not here to argue that. <laughs> I'm not here to argue that. You're missing my point, man. You're missing my point. <laughs> I'm not here to argue that at all. I'm just saying, when you put together, when people put together these lists, it to me, it's a clear sign that they're showing either their age or their bias, in my opinion. Mm. You like how they say uh, magic in their in their era was better than this era, that type of deal, or like could Rip Hamilton play in today's game? That type, Rasheed Wallace can play in today's well, game. Well, look, athletes are athletes, right? If I was born today, I would be born with a, a chip in my head to be able to use technology. Because these kids, oh, I'm sure your your sons can work phones right now. IPad. Yeah, it's crazy. It's with really no. Crazy. Co- <laughs> Without you teaching them one thing, but we didn't even have that. That's you what I'm saying. It's crazy that. that children that are born into this time just come equipped to be able to it's deal with technology. Yeah, like I was taking a class on how to do like MS DOS on a floppy disk back in the day, bro. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> right? That's that's like you speaking another language or something, right? And our kids come here and just pick up. <laughs> Know how to call you? you. So I mean, mean, yeah. I think greatness is greatness, and greatness is very much adaptable in time. So if you put Rocket in today's game, Rocket would probably go crazy. He would probably have been what Percy Harvin was in his time, and he probably would do the same thing right now, bro. He would go crazy. So, Brandon Gilbert has his top 10. Let's see, Brandon. See, 
See, I can already tell how old Brandon is, bro. Because his range is like right in that right in that pocket. Yeah. It's starting right around it's starting right around Tim Brown and it's ending right around Manti. See, Q and Jalen Smith. Or Q, shall I say, or Q, shall I say. Q and Jalen Smith are automatic top ten Notre Dame players. Automatic. And Eifert. Well, damn, and Michael Floyd. You can throw Michael Floyd in there too. Bro, you talking. I see that's a lot of great players, bro. Like, I think you did this. Look, let me tell you how in there. Let me tell you how. Okay. See, see, Lilo's going back. He has Paul Horn, he has Angelo Bertelli, Alan Page, who's an NFL Hall of Famer, Joe Montana. Brian Young, who's a Hall of Fame. Joe Montana's Bro. career the same. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, was it the same in like, Notre Dame as it was? You know, I don't know if he had. A, I don't know. He had the moments, right? The Cotton Bowl against Houston. You know, the chicken soup at halftime. He's sick. He comes back, leads them back. Joe Montana had moments. Uh, did he have better? You know, did he have better stats than Joe Theismann? You know, Bob Crable was a fantastic. Ross Browner was absolutely amazing. There's so many great players. There's so many great players, bro. And it's so, it's hard to be objective. It's almost impossible to put together a consensus top 10 list when it comes to Notre Dame. It, it do. Because technically Ian got to be in the top 10. Ian who? <laughs> Man. Lucky Ian, Lefty Podcast. Look. Ian is the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. That's top 10. Automatic. He's in your top 10? Because I'm telling you now, he's not in my top 10. He's in, he makes your top 10? He has to be in the top 10 in general. Come on, man. Look, if you're the winningest quarterback look, in just look, history. Look, 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 just look. Just look at the responses. Just, All I know just, is he's the winningest quarterback, and and responses, and he's in the Super Bowl. What do you call that? Just look at the response. <laughs> just, what's the what's the measuring stick? You know, what's the measuring stick? Man, I don't know what the measuring stick is, but he is not <laughs> measuring up at all. It's like LeBron. <clears throat> You know, LeBron is an all-time leading scorer. It's undisputed who the best player is. You know what? You know who else we have to get on the show? We got to get Shell on the show. I was watching, I think, what was that, the 18 or the 19 Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the 49ers, and I forgot Shell was in that Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm watching the game. I'm like, oh, man, Shell was on the 49ers in that Super Bowl. Man, Shell, Shell has a great football career so far. With the Browns, with the Colts, went back home, played for the Colts, got on the 49ers for a while. So, you know, he's definitely making it um, happen, man. I love watching him, you know, do it in all doubts. Because remember, he had gotten hurt right before his takeoff year. Right. Because remember, his, his freshman year, he was like, he was crazy. He was like Aaron Donald. And he had got hurt. And to see him build it back up, man, it's crazy. It's good to see him and Jerry in that interior is dangerous. Oh, I see. 
That was a dangerous combination, him and Jerry. And you have to realize Jerry was a tackle. He was an offensive tackle that switched over. And was just big in space. See, that's a different type of intensity. A Jerry and Sheldon is different than an Amendola and a Chris Smith. You know, just a different type of uh, – you know, Jerry's a household name, man. Him and Sheldon are household names, so interesting. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So that that spawned that, that thought to me, right? How can you be objective with a program as much history as Notre Dame? How can you objectively put so together much a top 10 list? It, it, it really goes to your era, what you watched, and you really have to be able to do your homework and dig to be able to give the players of the past or that predated you the respect due in order to put them on the list. I, I thought it was very, very important. Shout out to uh shout out to the Jets having the rookie of the year offensively and defensively. Last night at NFL honors. That's that GM. Yeah, shout out, shout out to them. And shout out to uh we can't win playoff games, but shout out to Dak for winning the Walton Payton Man of the Year for. Uh Dak Prescott won it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to him. And shout out to Justin Fields, who was on uh, who was on press row yesterday. Very impressive young man. Very impressive. For you guys, go watch his interview with uh, Rich Eisen. And you know I, how I despise the media asking the same question like two, three times, trying mm. to goat people into saying something. Rich Eisen kept asking him like multiple ways how the Bears talk to you about, you know, how they're going to bring other quarterbacks in, you know, so they can make it seem like they're going to take a quarterback to get people to trade up. And he said no the first time. And he came right back around the corner and asked in another way. Justin Fields was like, I, we, we don't talk about that. Free agency is first. I think that's what they're focused on. And I was so proud of the dude. I'm like, man, you know what? You're well trained. You're well trained, young they Jedi. Treat him, they're not treating him like they're treating Jalen Hurts. Well, I think they want in the same in terms of a career trajectory. One just got a better team right now, but they yeah. damn near one in the same on the talent level. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. We're about the uh, Tyler Evans. Perfect segue. Thank you for the super chat. What do you think of the Hall of Fame class this year? Look, man, left, you go ahead. You, you, you go ahead and fire off. Are we reading is, at the now? Was I was it the potentials that I was looking at, or was it the ones that actually got in this year? Because I'm hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I was looking at the eligible list. Well, who okay. got in this year? Okay, I was looking at different lists. I was like, I know. This man, Andrew Luck, didn't get in that mug. Man, Sterling Sharp didn't make it. Now, see, that right there is ridiculous. That's crazy. The fact that Sterling Sharp is still not in the Hall of Fame. But Shannon made it. <sighs> Dude, Rondé Barber's not a Hall of Famer to me. That's just me personally. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer on attrition. 
Yeah, he, he was played. never the best defensive back in the he just he you know, he is all right. Don Coriel for what he brought to the passing game in the NFL, absolutely. Chuck Howley, I've heard great things about him. Joe Klecko was a dude for the Jets, bro. He was nice. Yeah, Joe Klecko was nice. He was nice. That was when they had him and Mark Gastineau. They man, that defense was crazy. Terrell Revis is definitely a first. Obviously, Demarcus Ware. Obviously, Joe Ken, Thomas. Obviously, Ken Riley. I don't know too much about Joe Thomas. Definitely, Zach Thomas. Definitely. And Demarcus, I thought that was the same person. <laughs> yeah, and Demarcus Ware. I'm not mad. I'm not mad with that nine man class. The only person I really don't know a lot about would be Ken Riley, cornerback for the Cincinnati Bengals from '69 to '83. He has some longevity, so I'm sure his stats are pretty amazing. Um, I'm reading right here, courtesy of ESPN, with Ken Riley. They said this is why he was selected. A senior committee finalist, Riley, who recently died in 2020. Among players who played cornerback for their entire career, only Dick Knight Train Lane finished with more career interceptions. A former quarterback at Florida A&M, HBCU, Riley played with a full understanding of offenses and his skills allowed him to make life difficult for the league's best receivers. Okay. All right. So he was a ball hawk. Mm. All right. Much respect to Ken Riley and the uh, other eight. Except Ron Bay Barber, just he's, he's just he's not it for me, man. Yeah, he was never the the best at any point, but he was always around. So. Yeah, I, I guess, I I guess so, I guess so. Lucky Lefty Podcast for the Culture Friday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to get to the OC search. Heather Denich. It's so funny, man, because Heather Denich, she'll post stuff. <laughs> I'm like, man, that news has been on message boards for like two, three days at Notre Dame. But, you know, she has Mickey Mouse behind her. So once she tweets something out, you know, it has legs, I guess, you know. We talked about this yesterday, and I asked you about what your thoughts on Colin Klein, offensive coordinator 
at Kansas State. And, you know, we'll get into that in a few moments, along with some other stuff. Nathan Hill, thank you for the super chat. Yep. Um, you know what? I'm not a firm D. Hess. D. Hess was not a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Not a first ballot. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Is he a first ballot? No. What gives you what gives you uh first ballot? First ballot is uh Deion Sanders. First ballot is like a dude that you know as soon as they retire, like all. Patrick Mahomes is first ballot. Already? Tom Brady is first ballot. Wait, Patrick Mahomes the first ballot already? We're not about to do this, Left. Left, we're not we're not about to do this. We're not about to do this. If Patrick oh, Mahomes if Patrick Mahomes walked off the field on Sunday and said, I'm done, he still will be looked upon as one of the greatest court, quarterbacks to play the game. Stop, man. What are y'all talking about? We I've watched a week full of other NFL players just say the same thing I said. Why are we playing games? The people <laughs> that play against this dude, the people that play against him week in and week out, have said this for the full week leading up to the Super Bowl. And it's now y'all want to act funny because I said it right here on the pod. It's yeah. only been three Let's years. Dude, wait a minute. Is wait a minute. Or did they not just argue argue for Andrew Luck? That they not just argue okay, for Andrew but you, Luck. But see, that's, that's a different set of standards. No, 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 no. Answer the question. Did they just not argue for Andrew Luck? Then there is no way you can compare <laughs> Andrew Luck to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, at all. Yeah. At, at all. all. At all. So let's stop, man. Let's stop. You don't have to disagree <laughs> with me. You're disagreeing with NFL players that have said it all week. Man, once they put the Andrew Luck thing up. First of all, he has he has two MVPs. He just picked up another one last night. Correct yourself. <laughs> Correct yourself. Yeah, he's kicking butt. Yeah, stop. But... Come on, man. That dude has come on. Stop, man. Stop. People, people <laughs> have to stop. You know what I've realized? You know why people are bad? Because people, people have a natural inclination. To hate. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, no. And you know why? I'm going to use your boy. I'm going to use your boy. I mean, I'm going to use your boy, right? So we transition from Mike and we transition into the Kobe era. Okay. Right? Do you remember when they were like, when, you know, Kobe was asking LeBron at the All Star game, why didn't you shoot, shoot the ball, be more aggressive, all of that? Dude, LeBron James was the best player in basketball at that point, bro. At that time, yeah. Now, he wasn't winning. Kobe was still winning championships. But LeBron was – you knew LeBron was coming. You knew he was coming. If LeBron had retired at that point, LeBron was a Hall of Famer, dude. He's a Hall – look at him. Just watch him play. Was that 2015? Dude, that might have been bronze maybe like fifth or sixth year in the league. Oh, yeah. After five years, you knew LeBron James was a Hall of Famer. What are we talking about? What are we talking? So we're gonna you're gonna sit here and tell me that you've watched Patrick Mahomes play for the last five years and you don't know he's a Hall of Famer. What are we well, doing? 
Because because you know anything can happen over a long span of time, bro. Like you know, bro. Like Peyton Manning, like James Harrison. Did you wait? Wait. Did you know after watching Peyton Manning for the first five years that this dude okay? Well, they gave him a green light. Peyton Manning had the most interceptions as a rookie, meaning that he was out there. He was out there doing everything he ended up doing in the future. And but what happened? To, what happened the next three years after that first year? Well, yeah, I mean, was, I mean he got it. He got it out of the system. Did he, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait! Did he not turn around a terrible organization? Well, I'm just saying, man. Look, you ain't dude. Stop, stop. People have a problem with change. Let's keep it a buck. People have a problem with change. See, let's push back on Mahomes because people know Brady is done. That's the problem. They don't like the fact that Brady's not the dude anymore. And it's a new dude coming. They don't like that new dude. It was the same thing with Braun when he was coming. They knew Braun was coming. So you but look they, at Dion the same as Pat Mahomes as a undisputed, just close your eyes, put him in there. Dude, Deion Sanders was on the Atlanta Falcons and you knew that dude was a <laughs> Hall of Famer, bro. What are we talking? Wait a minute. No, I know Dion. I'm just saying Dion and Both Pat are Go take Walter Payton's first five years on a horrible Bears team. Go watch him and tell me he wasn't a Hall of Fame. At the five seasons, you knew Walter Payton was a Hall of Famer. What are we talking about right here, man? What are we doing? What are we what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> no, we figured we got to critique and examine and all. Dude, you know a, a sure – look, let me – Bro, let me ask you a question. Now, see, this is what things, I'll give you a perfect example. MVP Derrick Rose, when you saw that, tell me you didn't walk away after that season like, okay, he's going to be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he definitely was on the trajectory of and it. The, the only thing that stopped him was what? Injury. Okay. Now, if Pat gets hurt, he already nicked up now. Bro. Pat, Pat has stacked five years. <laughs> this D Rose had two years of that level of greatness. Two, two years, yeah, and it faded quick. It can happen realize, at any point. Do you realize Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game? Done. <laughs> yeah, he only been he's only been doing it for three years. Five? Why you keep saying three? He didn't play the first two. What are you talking about? He's been in the league six years. What's the hold on? He's been to five consecutive AFC championship games. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. And he's never played a role playoff game. Oh, that's pretty impressive. You don't even know what that feels like, bro. But you gotta think too. He's on one of the greatest organized organized teams right now. He got Andy Reid, everything he wanted with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I mean, you're not getting that too many other places. Man, Tyler Evans, thank you for the super chat. Look back at the 89 draft class, the top five picks. I agree with you. I do. Look, I'll, I'll say this. You'll love this. The resume, the resume needs to be built. Because I think you need four or five years of a resume is good enough, in my opinion. That's why I say Sterling Sharp is easily a Hall of Famer. If you watch Sterling Sharp play football, you know he's a Hall of Fame. Like, stop. 
Stop. He was the best wide receiver in the league for three consecutive years. Stop. And that was with Jerry Rice in the league. There was a serious debate for at least two seasons. Who was better, Sterling Sharp or Jerry Rice? I'm talking about a legitimate debate. But this dude's not a Hall of Famer. Left. You could, You looking at Trevor Lawrence right now. You don't see Hall of Famer? Uh, I don't see. No, it no, yet. no. He has to stack the resume. Yeah, his resume. But don't is, don't yeah. tell me. Don't tell me that comeback playoff win wasn't wasn't the beginning of something. Don't no, it me. definitely was the beginning. I mean, the beginning of something. I'm man. a very harsh critique on the Hall of Fame. So, and that's cool. Just, that's cool. But don't I tell love me. what Trevor's doing. But it's all. It literally was for one season because the season before that he was garbage. But in my opinion, the only thing that's going to stop Trevor Lawrence is injury. Yeah, he's too and, and team. They're too talented. He's too talented. He's too talented. If bro. he can keep the right coach, he's he'll be all right. But you know, like Andrew Luck, first great couple seasons, and then he gets hurt, and that's it. He quits. But he and you know what? Never Thomas thinks. Hey, you go look at Ricky Water stats in the NFL. Hmm. Ricky Waters has a serious debate, bro. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying it's 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 debatable. This is what you know. Maybe we need to get some of the older people off the committee. <laughs> Maybe we do, but I'm just telling you, man. You have somebody that was legitimately playing football at a better at a higher level than the GOAT, who is Jerry Rice to most. Who, yeah. by the way, we always thought Kareem's record would never be broken. I just don't see Jerry Rice's touchdown record being broken, bro. That, really? Do you understand how long you have to play? How, how many does he have? Something crazy, huh? That's like 200. Don't get that. Okay, dude. He has receiving yards 22,895. 14 1,000 yard receiving seasons. 208 total touchdowns. And a combined net yards of 23,546. 208 touchdowns. So you would have to go. <laughs> These numbers are crazy. 208 touchdowns. <laughs> 208 total touchdowns, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ain't nobody breaking that. That's just. Bro, 23,000 yards? That just can't happen today because of how how things are, how things are, are ran, you know. It's just it's too many good players, too many. Oh man, yeah, that's why it wouldn't happen. Let's see. We already saw sack record broken this year for Notre Dame, right? Twenty five. It can be broken. Okay. <laughs> the record for. The most rushing attempts in a single game, that would never be broken. 
at Notre Dame. The no. most rushing attempts in a, in a single game. game. It's, it's 40 by Alan Pinkett and Phil Carter. 40. One person had 40 carries in the game? Yes, sir. I don't think that will ever happen. I don't know how that happens. All right. 40, well, ca- like 40 times they turned around and handed him the ball. Yes. Yes. Career tackles, 521. Bob Crable. I don't think that gets broken. And he played four years or five years? Four. 521 tackles in four years. That's an average of 130. You tackling. Like, yeah, you talk from the jump. You you coming in. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> you tackling. Let's see. Because an long- oppressive, oppressive year is like 80 tackles. At or this like point, yeah. If you got yeah. 100, killing if you got 100. Yeah. Now this is this is crazy. The longest kick return without scoring a touchdown. Mm. This goes back to 1911. We're talking Notre Dame crazy records that may not be broken. Alfred Bergman returned a ball 105 yards, only to get tackled at the four yard line. Damn! It was a kick That's return. A record. Mm, yeah rocket has five career kickoff returns for touchdowns that's a record at notre dame i don't i don't think i don't think that gets broken in a season no just total career five career you can get five off yeah i guess someone could break that but somebody's got to be he played it since the jump nobody's could we haven't had a the same gear returner on punter kick return a long time. Dude, this is an interesting record. Lucky Lucky Podcast talking Notre Dame records. Most punts in a single season. Joey Hill Bowl in 2002 had 78 punts. Left up. <laughs> That's about seven punts a game. Yo. Man, that offense. A season. 18 tackles for loss in the season is the record set by Alan Page. 18 TFLs? It's not bad. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. The number is 28, and it's Ross Brown. 28 tackles for loss in the season. Hmm. And he holds the record for tackles for loss in a career at 77. Okay, 262 left. You think that will ever be eclipsed? The most rushing yards in a single game. Julius Jones, 262. 262? That's not – we could do that. You think somebody can catch it? Somebody in that room can do it. Maybe Jadarian Price. Okay. Okay. Now this is a question. Can Tyler Buckner break Brandon's single game rushing record? What is it? 207. Brandon ran the ball like that? Against Boston College, baby, in 2017. He can't stay healthy enough to get that. So. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Most touchdowns rushing in a game. Art Smith, seven touchdowns against Loyola back in 1911. Mm. Most touchdowns in a game? Yeah. Now, this is a record. How many? Seven. Seven rushing touchdowns in a game. I don't think this record would ever be broken. George Gipp, nine, he averaged 9.32 yards per attempt. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> yeah, what year was that for real? 1920. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. impossible. Like, you couldn't yeah. even, like, not even Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush had eight. Yeah. And that was Reggie Bush. Of course, it had to be 1920. Man. I didn't know EG held a record at Notre Dame, bro. Probably for some, like, throwing the ball long or something. No. Everett Golson holds the record at Notre Dame for the most consecutive completions. Oh, it's against Syracuse. At 25, yeah. Yeah, I was there. He said, yep, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I remember that game. Do you think I mean, anybody? They was giving us everything, though. It was like the first play we had like a touchdown. Or so it was like, come on. <laughs> Syracuse was not playing that night. You stand on the sideline like, come on, dude. They... I mean, they were just like, <laughs> I knew we were good, but that was just, no, man, we wasn't doing all that. So does anybody catch Brady Quinn, 11,762 career passing yards? No, because at a day like that, if you're getting close to that, you're probably going to the league in three. You're going to the league in three, so which you means you would have to average 4,000 yards every season. Yeah. Yeah, Brady might be safe. Because nobody's going to want to stay that long if they're doing that. No. Yeah. Oh, Michael Floyd, 271 career receptions. I think, no, no, I don't think anybody catches him. Yeah, yeah, that was with Tommy. Uh, just over his career. Mm. And Golden Tate holds the record for most receiving yards in a season. Michael Floyd holds the record for most receiving yards in a career. 1,496 in a season is the record. Golden Tate. Michael Floyd. 3686 for Michael Floyd. 3686. Mm. Mm, Let's see. Last two. 95 career touchdown passes. Brady Quinn. Can anybody break that? Career, 92? 95. 95. That's if you start as a freshman, that's 25 a year? No, bro, that's over. That's like 30, 31, 32, pretty much. You round up 32. If it's three seasons? If it's three seasons, yeah. See, it's just a different game because if you're doing that in two seasons, you leave it. You know, you're not sticking around after that. I think Notre Dame's too, like, we aren't recruiting now. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we're recruiting back when we were recruiting then is not like how we're recruiting now. Yeah. So the ample amount of players we have now, it's like I just I just don't think it would be premiered enough for one individual to do like a crazy record unless they just got lucky or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We just got too many ballers. The last record, 39 consecutive wins. Would Notre Dame ever break that record and have 39 consecutive wins as a football program? That's a tough record, bro. <clears throat> consecutive? Yeah. I think the Lou, Lou Host group. Seasons. In a row. The three-peat. That's pretty much what it would be. No. You want some Georgia stuff. That's basically like. No. You're basically on some Georgia stuff right now. That would be crazy. Technically, bro. Georgia's only 15 and 0. They got a whole nother 19 games, right? Or something yeah. crazy. Facts. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.